You're listening to the Antos Podcast, where we explore the nature of stories and the pursuit of being in truth. I'm Mac. I'm Vod. And our sentience depends on you. Now cue the intro music. Rated S for spoilers. Full Cosmere implications, full Cosmere spoilers, and... We are getting to some of the juicy ones now at the end of Mistborn here. Yeah, I know. We I, I, could, I couldn't stop gushing in our previous spoiler episode on Well of Ascension about like all the cool things happening already in Hero of Ages. Um, so this is it's just all all of this is super neat. So we get we get the whole you know finally we get to learn that Rashik, uh, you know, move the planets and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And I remember mentioning actually a couple episodes ago. Um, when they first talked about that, about the guy who was tryharding and saying like, "Oh, this doesn't make any sense. You can't. People can't survive in a, an environment like this. This world doesn't make any sense. This is ever get explained." And you know, here it is. Like Brandon saying, "Yes, the whole planet was designed, literally designed by someone with godlike yeah. powers." Um, and we haven't gotten to like where it gets like really ticky tacky yet about talking about Rashik stuff. Yeah, but uh, it is super fun to going go over again. Like, okay, here's Ruin, and here's what he did, and also hearing that Ruin talked to Rashik during the ascension, um, which kind of makes some sense, I guess. I mean, the 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 thought was that Rashik should have always had Ruin. Ruin should have would have always been able to talk to him because Rashik is confirmed to have hemolytic spikes. Um, yes, I had to look it up, but it was confirmed he did have it. And I think it was enough that they were piercing his skin, um, Hmm. his bracers. Um, like that was the whole thing. Remember, Ven was pushing and was like, everything is, you know, everything's here. So these bracers shouldn't be able to be pulled because, you know, they're piercing his skin. But that's when she's like, but I guess rules are made to be broken. And that's what happened. So Ruin should have been able to be constantly influencing Rashik, um, or at least like whispering to him. Um, I liked the theory that uh, that Rashik would have appeared as a Lindy to him, um, like you know the way that later on we hear Kelsier comes up as Spook, um, and that's yeah. how Rashik came up. I like the I like the theory that he presented as a Lindy. Um, I wonder if it took a while for Rashik to catch on. Um, we also we also find out that um, um, Rashik only had the power for like a minute or like a few minutes, but to that in that time it was more it was even more. Um, anyway, we we get a little bit more into that later. Um, I I did not realize that preservation was like basically name dropped like a whole bunch so early on, mm-hmm. and I remember thinking. Um, I don't know. I don't, remember, I don't know what I was thinking when I first when I when I first read this. I, I was like, okay, ruin is a thing, but I never like thought of like, oh, preservation is also a thing. I don't think so. Yeah, uh, that's something we've been trying to lightly hint at with our uh, our readers who are following along uh, as as like new onboarding essentially, and um, yeah, we're trying to hit very much that like. 
hey, the epigraphs are claiming ruin is a he, yes. you know, and then, then we've mentioned that, you know, the Condra have mentioned that they are of preservation, you know, right. and, we, and we haven't said preservation is a shard. It a is an entity. Yeah. But we keep trying to hint that and trying to make sure that they make that connection because you're right. When I first read through this, I didn't really make that connection either. Uh, for at least for in the beginning, right? And and uh, I, I, it took me a long time, I think, to go. Oh, gods exist here, like right. Even with ruin mm-hmm. doing ruin, literally being a god. Even with the epigraph, I think it's hilarious. The epigraphs are like, you know, the Lord Ruler called himself a slither of infinity. You know, he doesn't realize how correct he was in that, right? <laughs> Um, and I, I love that, like in your, you previously had said, like, oh, well, if the, he held a power and it was a small part of it, and he could move and the world, alter biology, and it required that power to hold this thing back, you know. So I thought it was that was a really good, like, nudge, nudge, hint, hint, kind of thing. Yeah. But what I what I love about this was what I said an episode or two ago. I think it was like episode talking about chapters five and six. Um, we started this story with, yeah, it's just a heist thing. You know, we're going, they're going to go steal, you know, this massive treasure under this God emperor and it builds up to, yeah, now we're going to kill gods. (laughs) I wanted to make a claim. I held back, but I wanted to make the claim that, uh, that this is just your average D and D campaign. Uh, you, you meant, you, you made the claim. You're like, I love how we haven't nerfed a single person, you know? They've only gotten stronger. Everything has only gotten better, like uh, uh, stronger in power. And now they have to fight something that's even greater than all that. And I'm just like, that just sounds like D&D. Like, it starts with hiding from goblins and ends with let's kill a god. Yes. And so, <laughs> um, I mean, this introduction to the Cosmere is like huge. My thing is, you know, I admit the thing I'm not looking forward to is the spook subplot, which is what I was hinting at earlier. Um, yeah, the spook subplot is kind of okay. It's cool. It's yeah, cool, and we're not gonna it, we're gonna t- talk about it down the road. It's cool in what we learn. You know, Brandon is the master at sleight of hand, spiking someone directly in front of us and having and us having no idea it happened. Right. Um. And you know, Vin Vin's earring is one of the huge biggest payoffs right. ever. Right. But that's such a big payoff because it happened from the beginning. We at this point we kind of understood. I I want to say you know, and we'll know more once we read this. I want to say by the time Spook gets stabbed through, we have enough knowledge to know what just happened. Maybe not the extent of what it is, but like so the, I did. I I've, I've got I've actually gone that far uh, on my yeah. reread, and it actually says because I didn't remember this that he's he's in a fight because he's he's going to assassinate the citizen, mm-hmm. and he actually says. The guys must not really not care for him because one of the thugs was uh, on him, on me and they stabbed him through the back, through his heart, into my chest. And I'm like, dude, we in the prologue, that's literally what they said they had to do yeah. to make a make a spike, you know? And we just completely forget that, yeah, it was a thug, it was an alamancer who got stabbed through the heart and it went immediately into your chest. And then he wakes up and he's like, he doesn't have any ten. And he's like, "Oh, they didn't pull the 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 sword out of my chest, basically, because they wanted to burn me alive." Spook, leave it in. Yes, and and then he and then Kelsier's voice comes. Doesn't say leave it in. He says, "You need to get up. You need to get out of here. You need you need to you know." And it's and he's using Kelsier's voice to say mm-hmm. it. Anyway, 
I thought at one point he does say like leave it in for some reason, and he gives a reason why he should leave it in. He might I, that might be a little bit later. I just got to the point where they um where they uh, he gets out of the fire, I think. But yeah, I that I, again. You're right. We know all the rules at this point, and then we see it happen in front of us, and it just whoop, at least for me, I just completely missed it. Yeah, I was like, how did he get pewter? I guess. You know, he get pewter now. And then I was sitting here thinking, like, I guess Kelsier's back and is there. Oh, that's the other thing. It hasn't. Ha- I don't think it happened. It's happened much yet in these chapters. But in the few chapters later, um, there's a lot of them talking about like, yeah, I feel I just keep feeling like Kelsier's watching us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's yeah. so many like little little things from secret history, which, again, one of my big payoffs here was it feels like it's a retcon. Like I thought secret history when I read it, I was like, this is because it was so long since I had read, you know, mm-hmm. well of Ascension and stuff. I was like, this is all retcon stuff, but no, it is actually built into the yep. story that this all happened. Yeah, I think so. Let's go. I'm going to try to start to go a little bit in order here. Right. But starting with the prologue, one thing that I thought was really cool is he straight up says the plot of the book, you know, ruin needs his body back, but he doesn't say it straight up. He says like, it needs Ruin's something. missing something. Yeah. But uh, one thing it also hinted at that I thought was really cool was like something's blanketing the world, protecting it from Ruin's power. And I'm like, the mist? Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, but I just like, that's one of those things that like, just these offhanded comments that are comments that are so cool. Um, but all right. Oh, and here's, here, there was another, oh. Go ahead, no, I, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. My problem is, is that I'm jumping ahead and now I'm, go well, ahead. Well, how, how am I, how am I going to discuss the next spoiler episode when I'm I'm jumping ahead to this was there was a talk about Kelsier snapping. They snapped in the pits mm-hmm. and there was Ellen said, why did Kelsier snap then? He's like, don't you think that Kelsier would have already been through a lot of other things that would have snapped him? And what do we learn in secret history that preservation had gone to Kelsier and said, survive. Mm-hmm. So preservation may have made Kelsier a misborn. Like that, he didn't actually snap it in the usual way. He was never supposed to have powers. That's the theory. Anyway, go ahead. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're just jumping ahead on that one. Way ahead. Um, <laughs> with this one too. So I'm going. I'm kind of saving the epigraphs for a second because those have a lot of cool things to talk mm-hmm. about. But like going forward a bit, one thing that I love that Brandon again already sets up is the promise that Marsh has limited control over his body. And we have the most insane payoff in that, right? It always turns out, I can't reach my spike. I can't reach my spike. No matter what I do, I can't reach my spike. But I have a split moment and whack, pull that earring out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's just, it's getting set up through this entire week. I don't know how many times Brandon straight up points out Marsh tries to reach and kill himself. Mm-hmm. In the in, At least in the first 10 uh, chapters, it happens like three or four times. Which is like every time we see Marsh, he tries to specifically writes out again in detail how he tries to grab at his spike and he can't. Well, this almost this almost gets jerked back because later on, or maybe it wasn't even in chapter six, he says he sometimes can get a twitch out, mm-hmm. but that's as much as he can ever do. So I'm like, I mean, my 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 head cannon is that he was fighting Vin as preservation at the same time. No, no, he wasn't. No, no he was fighting Kelsier at the same time um, with preservation's power, and so that w- and he was distracted, um, and so maybe he lost a bit more control. 
than he than usual because we we also know that like in Will of Ascension, Marsh was kind of wandering about. And he was like, I don't know why I need to do this, but now Ruin's clearly more powerful, and that's yeah. why he has that control. Yep, um, we get the idea. I love the Coloss naming himself human, and Brandon's like, he's human. No, no, you're gonna, no, no. Seriously, he's human. Oh uh, yeah, for real, for realsies. And they already hinted back in Well of Ascension that they took spikes from where the Coloss were, and like it didn't like just offhanded comment says like, oh yeah, all my desk was my notes, my this, and the spikes we got from the Coloss. <laughs> right, and and the funny thing is, is like again, before before you actually when you w- once you learn what spiking is, then every time in the Cosmere, it's like, is that a spike? Is that a is spike? That a spike? <laughs> I've been fooled before. Me- mean, is this a hemallergic spike? <laughs> yes, yes, the the butterfly thing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, it's funny that now, like every time that, that that comes up, and to find you know like oh yeah, the chondra and the colas, they were all made. They're all hemallergic constructs. Um, preservation was being a real homie snapping so many alamancers <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it, it kind of sucks that pre- that that was built into alamancy mm-hmm. um w- I, i'm not going to talk about that more because there are late, later chapters when they talk about how snapping occurs and what the nobles did and stuff mm-hmm. that's that's gonna be important but i don't want to i i don't want to push that into because otherwise we won't have anything to discuss later um, but yeah, the Coloss even mentioned new Coloss come from us again. That's by the right. whole idea of them. And then they, when Vin finally lets them like try to create a new Coloss like down the road, which we'll talk about more, it's kind of crazy. Why are you taking the people? It's like mm-hmm. you're spiking people. But um, I think it was really cool that Brandon mentions Demu's scar in chapter eight, which directly leads us to. In the Stormlight Archives, in one of the interludes, we realize that Thinker is Demu. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. like, if you look at it, they describe the spike in Stormlight, or the, the, the scar in Stormlight, and right here, actually, in Chapter 8, they actually have a pretty in-depth description of how Demu took a sword during the during the, the Siege of Luthadel, and it, it gave him this very distinct scar down his head. And he's balding. And he's balding, yep. Um... I didn't realize Ooh. Electrum was showed up so early. I forgot, I guess, about mm-hmm. Electrum. Um which again, that goes back into I told you in my in the previous spoiler episode how my theory about ATM, because uh, we find out ATM is an Electrum AT ATM alloy. Mm-hmm. Uh and it makes sense to me anyway that you know you see that my theory was essentially ATM it does whatever the metal was to not to you but to another person yep because um, mal atm shows another person's history atm as electrum shows your own future shows their future you know their future and electrum shows mm-hmm. your own future anyway yep um dude i did not know until i started rereading i could not believe that this first passed me up i did not know uh until this reread that Milan was in Era yeah. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's so funny. Mil- how c- Milan. Milan, yeah. Co- the Chondra being dropped, like name dropped. It's like now it's like, okay, every Chondra name I have, they're going to show up. Ulam mm-hmm. is is name dropped in The Lost Metal. Yeah. Milan goes, Tensoon told me about it. Ulam told me. And then where does Ulam show up? This is a spoiler episode. Interest. Yep. So, um, so every and now every every conjurer that gets name dropped is going to show up somewhere else in the Cosmere. 
there's going to be a Doug Contra. (laughs) (laughs) So my last thing that I made a note of uh, for the chapters, at least, were that um, when Sazen's mentioning the like Larsitism, whatever that that religion is, I can't Uh pronounce it to save my life right now. Um, It sounded a lot like. Malthus. It sounded a lot like Warbreaker. I thought Warbreaker. I literally thought that. I was like, oh, the art that they bring to the gods. You yeah, know. it sounded a lot like Warbreaker. And, you know, there's no guarantee that it's really anything, you know. Again, the, a, a negative side effect uh, of Brandon being so good at dropping little hints is that we could overanalyze everything. I'm, um, I'm convinced that the religions tell us a lot more about the, con- the Cosmere than we know. Mm-hmm. And part of it is because... I'm convinced. Like, remember, I was talking in in the previous in the previous uh, spoiler episode about how we need to start thinking about things on Cosmere level terms, like not just oh, it's emotional alamancy. Oh, it's you know, like Spren, for example. We have Spren, and we also already had Seons, which yeah. are basically Spren. You know, but but they're like different. They have the same kind of different kind of bonds. Mm-hmm. We talk about the Nahel bond, and there's the Luhel bond we learned about in Tress. Uh, which we still don't fully understand. But my point is, it's not just like, oh, yeah, this thing shows up. There's a Cosmere term for it, right? Yeah. Well, I think these religions are the same thing. Like, when they talk about fortune, like, for example. Yeah, we had that one in discussion in Final Empire. Empire. And I'm like, fortune is a Cosmere thing. Like, it's a Mm -hmm. force. It's an actual thing that exists. What was the religion like? It was like they believed that you had a a finite amount of bad luck. So anytime something bad happened to you, you rejoiced because that was now less of it. Yeah. And it was um, like, we know that that's a thing. And we know that Hoyt is using fortune. That's why he shows up when he's supposed to. You see uh, that there was another religion where they looked at things in colors. In colors, right. I think that was the same one. It, and it, like it the was, fortunes yeah, were different was, colors. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I'm willing to bet that that's associated with shards because the shards all have different colors too. Like ruin is black and preservation is white. Um, and there are actual, like, I think Od- autonomy is red. Autonomy is red. Odium was... Harmony, I think, is purple. Um, hmm. oh, but gold, odium, I think. Um but my, and honor, I think, is blue, um, and cultivation, I think, is green. Um, but my point is, is that like I bet these religions are all like little pieces. Like they don't understand it com- completely. But like for example, art. You know, like there was one. I think is this the one where they paid the monks? Yeah, mm-hmm. they pay. They basically, he's like the only thing about this religion is that there's not anything in it. It's just they paid so that they could have certain people do nothing but make art. Yeah. And that was like, so that they could elevate other people, mm-hmm. which again, that's Warbreaker, right? Yeah. Elevating, you know, all this other stuff. Um, that they can see the, they could see potential futures. And they could see like them as omens and signs, like by looking into the art that the people made and Warbreaker. Yeah. Yeah. And so my point, and, and the thing is, is that it was a tap, there was a tapping of fortune. That was what, the, and that, I think that's been confirmed in Warbreaker at least. That it was somehow certain art like would allow them to tap fortune and that's how they would be able to see, you know, kind of in the future. Mm -hmm. Um, But they didn't fully understand what was happening. Well, I mean, again, this religion sounds a lot like that, right? It does. Yeah. And so I'm thinking that all the religions they talk about, um, you know, have some little thing that tells us something about the Cosmere. Maybe not like a direct thing, but it makes us understand it. Like there was one that, and some of them might just be so that he could make the world, like the map, you is know, it, the, the stars. 
Is it confirmed though? Is it confirmed somewhere? And this would be more of a you question because you, you hit this a lot harder than me at one point. Is it confirmed anywhere though that like other than autonomy, like the other shards haven't been goofing around on other planets? Like, what do you mean? Like, um, like did all these religions pop up? Because at some point, way, way back in the history, right, we have, like, the Keepers and stuff who were able to record these. Is there some way that shards, you know, before everything kind of started getting crazy, maybe something we might see when they first broke off and spread out, that, uh, that they influenced every world in some way, which is why these religions are popping up, and maybe... Because of, like you said, the ferrochemy being able to, the keepers actually being able to keep track of them and not let the religions completely die out. That's why we're seeing everything on Skadriel. So, I, or do, or do you think like the religions are just like you said are a byproduct of them, um, of them interacting with Cosmere, like 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 physics, the Cosmere physics of things, the Cosmere truths. And interpreting them in some way that they could understand them. So that's my thing. Is okay. I, I, is so I think there's a certain level of, of. So, you've read Foundation, right? No. No. Okay. No. You you do you need to. It's really good. Ooh, okay. But here's here's an interesting thing. So here's the premise of Foundation: is that this guy um, he he makes psychohistory and he mathematically is able to predict what large people, large groups of people are going to do. Okay. And he says the empire is going to collapse and it's going to collapse and it's going to leave a 10,000 year black dark age. But if you do what I say, we might be able to narrow that down to a thousand years. And one of his things is he makes the foundation and he tells all these people to come together and make what's called the encyclopedia. And that's like the whole thing they're supposed to do. And what we find out is and what's super cool about the story is he did things in such a way that the foundation always would win. So um one of the things that ends up happening is they form a religion that's based on science and by the teachings of the religion was the way that they were able to pass down scientific information and it was the same kind of thing i think where like in this case it was intentionally done like it was like um you know learning teaching people to wash their hands so they wouldn't get sick you know kind of thing uh, they would like have that practice of doing this every time before you did a meal or before you do a procedure or whatever. And that was like a practice. But the whole point was, you know, the spirits or whatever would be, you know, mm, okay, washed away. Okay. So that's what I oh, that's an intentional thing. I don't think that's happening here. What I think happens here instead, um, because we already know that people have been have been going through the um, the, the perpendicularities and have been crossing mm. over and likely have been for a really, 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 really long time. Um, we know that the terrorist religion most likely was made by preservation so that they could know, mm, yeah. like, hey, th this exists. You need to keep it on wraps because otherwise you'll all be destroyed. But I think there are people who would understand certain things like fortune or connection or they'd know that like sense. hey there's this thing like art, like that's our way of being able to do certain things. Like we'd be able to go get that out. And then people like the people who had that knowledge like would die away, but the lore of it would stick around and they would form a religion around that. Mm, um, okay. So that's my theory with the religions, because we already knew that Trellism. Like, yeah, we I had that discussion where I thought it was really interesting. I had that theory, which, you know, I don't know if I give it much credit or anything. But it was a theory that autonomy was going to like take over way earlier. And when Rashik moved the planet, 
he she uh because it, it, it talked about how all the stars right it had the star map it had all the stars and everything and it had uh, that they worshipped uh they worshipped trell you know uh who are the stars and what was it It was like the the sun was the enemy right or was right and, and this is the one from taldane yeah the so. one big eye right and and my thought process was when he moved everything, he screwed up all the, the, the star maps, which like broke autonomy's connection to Scadrial, which gave them more time to form. And that's when when uh, Harmony moved it back to its correct position. That's why we started to see autonomy coming back again and stuff like that. Right. But the thing is, is through that religion, we already learn new things like we knew about. Like the entrellism, I remember where we went into it in a lot more detail in our last metal episode. But it actually talks about like the thousand stars that were there all the time and the jealous one. And I'm like, that's dark side Taldane. Yep. That's, you know, that's so important. That is truth in that religion that made sense. Now, of course, that was also planted, you know, by autonomy. But I think the same concept applies that I bet if we go back through all these religions, we'll find out that, yeah, this one describes this. This one describes that. Yeah. Because we also know that the like for like like the death rattles and stormlight archive like they they were prophetic, mm. um, but they're so vague that there's like no way you're gonna be able to get it. For example, um, the the climax of rhythm of war was in one of the death throws, and it's like I'm falling, you know, I'm falling, but I that, you know to my death, or and and in this way I I become I I arise, you know, or whatever. The whole point is that it was. Or Kaladin swearing the fourth ideal was predicted in there. Yeah. Um, but it's like so vague that you're like, oh, I guess I can kind of see that that's related. Mm-hmm. Same thing. So anyway. But yeah, I mean, I guess the last, I think we basically hit everything that I wanted to talk about. Because other than that, you just read the epigraphs and we could like nerd out even more about the epigraphs. But so I forgot Pewter, um, Pewter, the Pewter um, Inquisitor. Uh, that was the thing because uh, mm-hmm. he was using he was using ferrochemical speed, which I don't think that I don't know if that ever gets referenced again. She's just is like, huh? He was really fast, huh? There's this pewter spike here. Anyway, um, yeah, like I don't know if they re- reference that. And I also forgot that the terraceman, you know, um, being spiked, you know, that he used brass, which I found out I looked up later. Brass you gives you ferrochemical cognitive abilities. Um, so like the ability to store like mental, mental speed and acuity mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, there's so many things that ha- that aren't explored when it comes to like ferrochemy and hemallergy. Um, and I'm kind of fascinated by that. Like we even going into era two, like don't really understand hemallergy very well. And harmony should understand it all. Like he should kind of have a good idea of everything because, Hemology was supposed to be from ruin, mm-hmm. and you would think that he would just kind of get it, but it seems like he doesn't quite understand it. Because like we find out, you know, we get that um, that conjurer that sneaks away from him, uh, and he's like, "I didn't was, know they could do that." Yeah, they referred to as bleeder, right? Um, and didn't I, she have a didn't she have a trillium spike? She had a trillium spike. Yeah. And we find out that trillium allows you to hide, you know, hide from harmony or whatever. But it's like, really? And then also the spikes are supposed to lose power like super fast. But Wax is given an Inquisitor spike, you know, or something that was made from an Inquisitor spike. So 
clearly it's able to hold things for at least that long. But maybe you just need like a super weak connection for him to be able to communicate. I don't know. Um, but I'm still like hung up on. So here's the thing, though, right? This is the thing I was trying to figure out. He spikes himself dur- with Duralumin, right? Mm-hmm. Wayne and Wax, they both spike themselves with Duralumin, but no, I think only Wax does because he's the seal shot. No, he's the coin shot. So he. No, I thought I thought they both did. I thought no, they, no, no. I think it was him. Yeah, you're right. But the thing because was, he takes a Lorassium and then he's able to burn Duralumin on his own. That was the whole reason yeah, he took yeah. Lorassium. Yes, Wayne. Yes. Yeah. No. Okay. Okay. That's remember, right. he had the Wayne. He had the powder. Yeah, because I, I was trying to remember. So it was like, yeah, Wax spiked himself with Duralumin, and that allowed him to compound it to actually get them there. Right. Because he was already misborn when he accidentally took in some of the powder so he didn't know that he didn't know he didn't know it because i think it's really cool and on our reread i can't wait to tear it apart Mm -hmm. but like going back through and rereading the scene of him like destroying the tower and going through everything i guarantee we're going to see tons of references of him burning every metal that he just isn't realizing he's doing yeah because remember there's one point he started seeing he started seeing lines or whatever like that and i'm sitting here thinking like dude you definitely got spiked like you definitely got hit by that shrapnel you know yeah anyway uh yeah i'm gonna be very very interested to see that but i think that's it that we have for this spoiler episode and we'll probably be doing a lot more of oh, these nope no oh. Oh, i got i got so many things i was waiting for you to, oh you're never like, mind all right so one all right Ken Soon standing on the trust like that was just dropped you re- I remember he's standing over something and there's just a small hole and he's like oh, it's the trust and I and I got chills seeing that going oh that's because it's a small hole where they were dropping the ATM beads you know I miss that yeah that even on the reread I miss that oh really mm-hmm. yeah 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 because I remember I said I was saying this is where the most blessed and the most cursed like he's standing on he's like I'm standing over the trust and that's where the ATM beads are um so I thought that was really neat. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Da, 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 da. Uh, Compar is a boomer, uh, which, yeah, that was. That, that, that was is true. true. He is. Yeah. He, he he was very much just like, you know, you, you guys don't understand what it's like. You need to have respect for me, man. You know, and I was like, OK, now I, I, I kind of remember this guy. I think he's the one that ultimately like betrays also the thing. Um, was it him? I thought I think. No, I think he pulls. No, no, he does. He does betray. Yeah, you're right. Him, it's either him or the V guy um, that was like, everyone pull your spikes out. And they and, didn't do and, it. Yeah. And there were like a few that didn't. Um, and I think he was part of that. Uh, but, okay, I think, yeah, I think that's most of what I was, <laughs> I was, I was, I was like, I have to, I have to get, get this thing out the trust. Must uh, say boomer. <laughs> yeah. No, no, but well, I mean, but uh, my point is that like, I, I've also got, I get lost track because I've, I've read ahead a bit you yeah. know, from, from chapter 10. Um, and so there's so many things like I want to address there, but I just love that like this is our like first like real introduction to like the Cosmere. And when we started this, it was a whole idea of like trying to get new people on board. Um, and you were talking about how we're going to have another fist fight over, over, over secret history. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of my point is like, here this was the beginning for me of realizing like ah this is the universe that we're getting into yeah gods exist um godlike powers you know preservation exists and all that other stuff and i was so itching to get answers you know about this universe because the world building was what i got into it for um like my thing is oh i i had said before was like 
I I just can't read Lord of the Rings. I've I've tried multiple times. I just can't. Like I I don't know why, but Tolkien's writing just doesn't do it for me. And I know there's some people. It's just it's not. I'm not saying you that, you, you have doomed our podcast to so forever be shamed. But I'm my I'm just saying like I don't know why. I just it's just so. It just doesn't hold me. Uh, but I love. I I will devour lore for Lord of the Rings like. The stories, the Cimmerillion, you know, all these things. Like, I love that stuff. Like, I love, I'll go through all the YouTube videos and all the essays and all the stuff talking about the world that the, that, that the Lord of the Rings is built in. The religion, the Luvatar, the, you know, all that stuff. I'll get into it. And that's what I got into the cosplay for. And I was so itching to get that stuff that I was like, okay, we get dropped here, ruin preservation. And in the end, we're going to see, you know, a body show up and you're like, what? There's a, there's a human body associated with this. Yeah. Like it's not. So this, what I don't understand who was that guy. And you're like secret history, secret history, yeah, secret history. I hit you with the secret history and read and find out. And there's also so many frustrating things that happen that we find out like, Oh, Kelsey was behind that the whole time. Like it was, yeah, that was always, you know, a thing. And I'm like, ah, so it's like you could either sit there and be frustrated about it. And- All right. I'm going to hit you with a hot take here real fast. You know, we, you just by saying that have extended this episode. Goodness gracious. And we're going to talk about it a little bit. Just a little bit. I okay. want to pose you the question and we'll save it for secret history. Okay. Okay. Does reading secret history, while it was insanely cool to read, for to you, does reading secret history take away from Kelsier's character? For me, when I first read it, I'm still on the fence now about it. It did. I kind of would have rather him died and had nothing to do with it. And I will have that conversation with you when we get to secret history. But it's not for like, it's not for like, I don't think it's for like crazy weird reasons. It's just that I had this image of Kelsier in my head. And, uh, you know, I'll go over it when we get to secret history. I I know what you're saying. Um, kind, I'm going to say kind of yes. Like, for example, I mean, would it, would it, if, I, I look at it like this. Would it be weird for Ellen to suddenly come back into the Cosmere? Super, mm-hmm. right? We're just kind of used to Kelsier just being here and being yeah. like a guy. Um, and I mean, did, uh, yeah, I, I, I kind of see where, where, where you're coming from with it. Um, Kelsier, you know, in the end, you know, he did this stuff. And it's kind of cool to see him in the background with all this other, you know, stuff yeah. going on. But we don't really get that with like other characters. You know what I mean? Like like Galadon's still alive. Um mm. Chris is around for a long time. Demu, you know, is hanging around for a long time, but they never died. Um and it it, it did seem like kind of a cop out. And Greta even says that in in the secret history, you know, annotations or whatever. Yeah, he just wasn't done with Kelsier yet. He was like, I'm just he's like, I do want death to be like a thing, and I don't want people to be thinking like I'm just gonna constantly bring characters back from the dead. But Kelsier was kind of a special uh, exception. Mm-hmm. And the way I would say it like this is if you're going to take anyone in the Mistborn series, you know, like at, at all and give them the same kind of treatment Kelsier would have, who would you rather have been? No one. Kelsier is the person, yeah. you know, it would have been like it would. It, it's good that Vin had the closing her closing moment. It's good that Ellen did, too. Mm-hmm. Kelsier was just kind of like yoinked from us, you know. He never really had his st- thing. My problem with Kelsier as a character um, more has to deal with the fact that 
he doesn't really come to terms with a lot of the things that he had in his past. Like his whole motivation, like we get in Hero of Ages, was Mare, right? Mm-hmm. Was like, oh, he's going to bring back the world, you know, to where she did it, right? But he just kind of like doesn't ever mention her again, like in Secret History. Like he doesn't go and go, wow, like here I am, you know, my, you know, Mare is waiting for me on this. And even Ruin says like, she's, she, you left her alone. Like she was waiting for you to cross over and you, and he like toys with, he, Ruin comes out and messes with him with like, like that. And it doesn't even phase him. You know, it doesn't really like, he doesn't go, wow. Yeah, I am. You know, I, I screwed up cause I, you know, I, I'm never going to be with her, you know, again. And he never comes to term with that. Um, he never like goes, wow, Mike, my, my brother is still alive. Um, and, you know, or any of that stuff. He, he, he's a, he, I'm, he, I know he's not like really a sentimental character, but that was supposed to be like his entire motivation. And instead, it's just he's just like, we're going to go mess with the Cosmere boys, you know. And yeah, I'm like, all right, so we, that's kind of a toolish way to be. So you destroyed it. I'm going to say, I guess I'll talk about it to uh, this episode, too. Um that is literally it for me. The thing about Kelsier that I think made him such an incredible character was the fact that he was taken too soon. I think that's what made it good. It was the tragic, it was like the tragic irony of so much potential and him just going like, well, the only way this is going to work is going to be if, you know, you know, he, he was like, I don't like even in the beginning of secret history, the little section of secret history where he right before he gets killed, I think was excellent. I wanted to see that moment of him going like, Maybe I don't have to die. No, I, I I have to die. And him staring that down and being like, this is it. That's what made his character so like, that's what made his character so like interesting for me. And so like, uh, like, like, like a big moment for me. I liked that he was like, I mastermind this whole thing into this religious outbreak that's going to cause the skull to rise up. And I was like, brilliant. That is something that a normal person can do that is extraordinary, incredible. Mm-hmm. And then, like, and you can argue he's not an ordinary person. But then we get the then you, you we power up with Vin. Well, it makes sense that what happened to Vin. Vin ended up in the end still being a pawn to the to preservation and ruin. That's why she did even more than Kelsier did. It, it she was incredible, but she wasn't superhuman incredible. You know why could she pierce copper cause she was spiked. There are reasons for everything that mm-hmm. made sense mm-hmm. why she was that way. When she took up the power, why did she take end up taking up the power of preservation? Because preservation chose her, right? It wasn't because she outwitted everyone, kind of like Kelsier did, which to me is like we learn how difficult it is to outwit shards mm-hmm. in, in every in all the other ones. But Kelsier just does this with ease, you know, goes in and takes, you know, I have zero knowledge and I'm gonna go outwit the Irie. Like, mm-hmm. like it it just does like everything just felt like Kelsier is the favored child. And that took away from his character, whereas all the way up to this point, we saw Kelsier look like he had plot armor until we realized, oh, no, like he didn't. He just got by on the skin of his teeth to the very end. And he realized that there's no way I can win. The only way I can win is I have to give myself up. And he was willing to make that sacrifice. And to me, that was a great ending. And then everything after that, while I'm not claiming it isn't awesome, I was super excited that he was alive when I first read it. I was super excited to see all these things, but I think I was super excited to see everything he did because I wanted to see the Cosmere, not because I wanted to see Kelsier stay the golden child. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that ultimately took away away from it for me. Well, we know there's going to be another secret history. I just kind of, mm-hmm. I, I just, I just know, I kind of know what you're saying. Uh, even at the end of Final Empire, I was saying like he 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 realizes Mayor didn't betray him, and he hung that over her until she died, which you think would be kind of like a horrifying thing to deal with. And we actually, you could argue, oh, he was dealing with it internally, he was smiling externally, so that he know he would never show it because that's who he is. But then we get the secret history where we get his actual first hand perspective, and he doesn't mention it at all. Like it's just not a thing for him even though it was supposedly his entire motivation and you can, and don't give me the whole Vin in the end says you did it cause you were selfish. And that was like the explanation. No, that's, that doesn't make any sense. Marsh who knows him better than anyone else um, says later on in this. Uh, so here I am jumping ahead again, says later on that Kelsier did the whole heist because he was doing his penance because of mayor, you know, mm-hmm. essentially was you know trying his whole thing was to bring the world back to the way that mayor wanted it um or dreamed of it and that was like the whole like spiel and so it's like vin can't sit here and say oh she knew kelsier better than marsh yeah so okay that's a downer way to to, to move on it, but <laughs> but yeah, no, Hero of Ages, super excited, super stoked. So many big Cosmere things. I was like, we have to do a spoiler after every chapter. Yeah, and I think the cool thing here that I think if anyone who's been following us along, especially these spoiler episodes, maybe who were turned off by the first couple of ones where we we kept it pretty basic and pretty simple here, um, we're kind of beginning to be unchained. You know, as more of the Cosmic comes out, our discussions will become more and more unchained to the point that, like, we're going to be having more theory than actual facts at some point because we're going to have hit everything. Yeah, yeah. Like, now now is when I feel like... I, know, I always knew, like, this is how this project was always going to go. Like, once we get to Hero of Ages, like, this thing's going to go really start popping off. So, here we go. Hey, everyone. Vod here. Please rate our podcast and follow us for regular episodes Monday through Friday. If you enjoy listening, consider subscribing. We are a very small project, so please support us with likes and comments. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash ontos. That's patreon.com slash O-N-T-O-S. Thanks again, and remember, our sentience depends on you.